Normally I don't do a piece right here. I really enjoy the cold intro when we drop in something that's a little bit outside of the pod, maybe an outtake that sets things up. But as I heard this happening, I knew this was going to be the start of the pod. I'm in like a hotel room that I believe if LeBron James was in Toronto, that's where he would stay. Maybe not quite true, but it was quite the thing. With a bunch of people who live their lives in hotel rooms, Steve does this for a living and he couldn't quite get organized to get the coffee maker going. Maybe it was a bad coffee maker. Maybe he'd been out a little bit too late. I don't know. But Debbie and Les couldn't get it going either. Georgie saved the day. Listen for the sound of the coffee maker partway through this. It's just a great scene of a bunch of friends hanging out together, ripping each other, but also you can feel the love. I, uh, I, lo- I love how confused Steve, there's no way Steve is getting a cup of coffee out of that thing. It's not working. It's going gonna- to be 11.30. Yeah, so, so we're, uh, we're have to be mindful of Les's time. So we better, this is so awesome. Yeah, I would so that. So, so, so Steve. Actually, Ryan only, like, both of the lights come on. Here, sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve, I'll make you a coffee. Steve, I'm going to make you a coffee. You sit down, because lunch has got time to constraints. Okay. I'll show you how to fix this thing. No, you won't. I, I can do it. Do you want to, how about we it's bet not, not a drink, a free drink on this yeah. 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 Then I can get this thing working. Yeah. 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 All right. Rain us in, because. Uh, Rope us in. So it's I was, nice sorry to tell you, Bruce, and I don't want to talk too much this weekend about my first wedding because it's kind of... Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't talk about it. But the legendary story for my first wedding is the party the night before got so out of control. And I left early, like I bailed, but I had it at a restaurant that was a, just a walking distance up to Hugh's place where he was living. I think he still had like a couple of roommates back then, like right? And so everybody went up the street. So what was it? To, uh, George, what was it? What did you do differently? Focus, Steve. Les is telling a yeah, story. I'm talking I just fixed it here. for you. I just fixed it for you. That's all you need to know. To, uh, George, what was it? What did you do differently? Focus, Steve. Les is telling a yeah, story. I'm talking I just fixed it here. for you. I just fixed it for you. That's all you need to know. And uh, it got so fucking out of control. So over, she couldn't come to the wedding. Oh Gerald and Shelly almost divorced. Hughes' screen door got ripped off. Put her head through his screen door. Smash. No sugar, just uh, cream. I woke up in the morning and went, nobody was available. <laughs> nobody could go pick up my uncles at the airport. I had to call Neil and go call 911. Like, I can't. Gerald was like, boy, you should have drunk. Oh my She's still that drunk. That drunk? They couldn't drive? Yeah. You look drunk right now. You look still I'm drunk. exhausted. You're almost there. <laughs> I'm tired. Thanks, Jordy. You're welcome. I was so glad I spent that time with your uncle. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's who, another who, like, guy. I'm sure who, I met a long time ago, but yeah. but it was just, I mean, he's so much like your dad. It's just yeah. unbelievable, right? Like, yeah. But, uh, there's, but just there's another guy who surprised me. Like, well, he messaged me morning of basically saying, I'm coming. Do you have a hotel room for me? <laughs> you were like, so I had to, I had to go down to the front desk of the hotel and get him a hotel room. 
<laughs> and I said, look, I'm, I'm busy. I'll see you at the wedding. And walking down the aisle and seeing him sitting there, I hadn't seen him in probably five years, like pre-COVID, four years anyway. Oh, wow. And yeah. Uh, yeah, that was amazing. He literally jumped off of his combine in Saskatchewan, left it running probably, raced <laughs> to Toronto for 24 hours and back. And uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing, amazing to see him. Did he tell you about um, uh, getting from the airport to the hotel? No. <laughs> So you told him to take a cab, right? I yeah. remember you saying, I, I told him just jump in a cab. Don't try to Uber. It's just not yeah. his thing. So he went up to a cab and the cab driver told him it was going to be 78 bucks or 69 or something. And yeah. he refused to do it. So <laughs> he said, so I picked my way to the hotel. I think he took the bus. And oh, Jesus. Well, all I was telling him is, look, dude, I don't have time to pick you up or organize someone to pick you up. You got to make your own way. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he did. I feel like you picked it up from the clip, but Uncle Jim could afford the $79, $68 cab ride. But when you just jumped off your combine in Saskatchewan, that's not how you roll. <laughs> We're recording it on my phone. Okay. How about record it on yours too, just in case something screws up. That way we got two copies. Okay, wow. sounds good. Yeah, he, and uh, so have you got a set of questions it. there? I got nothing because I thought Debbie was running the I'm interview. Gonna, so we all got to lead in. Voice memo? Yeah, yeah voice memo. memo. Are you recording, Bruce, on yours? Yeah. You didn't do three, two, one. <laughs> we we, we, have to, all we don't have to because we're all in one place. We do that because it's out of sync. <laughs> but we can if you want to do it. No. You've been waiting. I've been waiting, waiting okay, to count down with you guys. Three, two, one. So. In this episode, we talk a lot about an event that we were all at, and you likely were not. So we won't be offended if you think, I wasn't there, I don't care. And we do spend a fair bit of time talking about it, but we cover some other things too, and I think overall, it's pretty entertaining. If you leave now, or partway through, we won't be offended, but I think maybe you should give it a shot. It's October 2022. Les and I finally got our one-on-one. -on -one. It took him getting married to get there. There's two pieces to this, a little bit from his hotel room, and then him and I connected about a week later. A couple of special guest appearances, some fun stuff. Snow Day podcast, extra, extra, Les's wedding. We have two disclaimers this time. One, the first bit's recorded on an iPhone, if it's annoying to you the way you're listening, skip to 30 minutes. It gets way better there. Two, this was recorded at a wedding and a weekend event. Some of the participants may have had a couple of drinks. There's some swearing, but like I always say, nothing I won't send to my mom. So here we go. This is the Snow Day Podcast with superfan and guest host, Debbie Foster. Yeah, I mean, I've been married for 31 years, and I would say that it's just a bunch of BS to never go to bed mad. You're just going to go to bed mad sometimes, but when you wake up the next day, just figure out how to fix it. Leadership expert, Stephen DeGroote. But I was thinking, God does not want this wedding to happen. <laughs> that's all. That's, uh, that, I, just, I just want to start with that. I'm Bruce Krentz the one they left behind. 
Brownie points have no shelf life. When you get them, use them. Dr. George Alvarez. Could we go back? Could we get into a DeLorean? I could have had this advice years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And the newest official member of the Snow Day podcast family, Alex Hansen. I just felt like I was in like this little little cloud bubble. Like I totally blacked out going down the aisle. You know what? When people were like, oh, you'll want to do it all over again. When we were building up and leading up to it, I was like, fuck, this is too stressful. Like I can't do, I can't do this every day. Like my skin can't do it. Like I just can't do it. And now like the, a few days after the hangover went away, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I don't get to wear that dress again. I can't believe I don't get to like go down the aisle. Like it was just... The groom, Leslie Hansen. So needless to say. The thing that I'm never going to forget from my wedding day was how incredibly beautiful Alex looked. Slowly learning that life is okay. Say after me. It's no better to be safe than sorry and gone. estate at the one hotel is that where we are yeah, yeah. this room's crazy eco-friendly george couldn't get any milk for his coffee because it's only almond milk <laughs> soy in this place we got legit tomato timer today because les is getting married that's why we're all here yeah. in toronto um so 20 minutes and we have super fan possibly the person that came the farthest maybe oh maybe i don't uh, know vancouver's pretty far yeah california brad came from california yeah, yeah. okay maybe not california. florida small potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> right up the road same time zone she gets no bonus points. <laughs> yeah no, yeah exactly that's that's easy bumped into each other last night and we figured debbie's got to run this uh run the show today we're turning it over to uh debbie foster yeah guest host ask, ask, guest ask, host. ask the questions. Ask some questions guest host so i feel like uh you know we owe a little bit of a roast uh, for less, and so um, because it wouldn't be a pod if y'all weren't making fun of each other. And you got a record scratch the first y'all on the pod. I hope I said that okay. Y'all's not a thing around here. If y'all weren't making fun of each other, and so I feel like I, I want to hear a little roast story of less. Jesus Christ, it's <laughs> early for that. I know, we love you after. But I just, I just want to go on record. I don't know. If, I was the only one that didn't stay at the hotel, so I flew, I, I flew over here in an Uber. And I don't know if you saw the weather out here, but the whole way over. I love Alex, I love Les, but I was thinking God does not want this wedding to happen. <laughs> that's all, that's, uh, that, I just, I just want to start with that. It's a little bit of rain. Uh, Bruce, you can edit that out. Yeah, before <laughs> come on, okay. It's good luck on. to rain on your wedding. It is, it, it is, is good luck. That's oh, why and I tell you, I'm telling you right now, the clouds are going to break by noon. It's going to be glorious and sunny. Like that's what I'm saying. Right. Okay. I, all right, who's first on the roast? One of Les's first time back, uh, to Thompson after he moved to Winnipeg with Jeff Bacon. Hi, I'm Jeff Bacon. Uh, he was working at the ski club, the water ski the water club, ski. the water ski <laughs> club in Thompson. God, that was a good summer job. It was a great summer job. I had never grown up doing that sport, so I'd like visiting uh, Les down, and he learned to be a pretty good water skier that uh, yeah. that summer. 
And uh, towards the end of summer, he says, George, uh, we got a caper going on. There's this uh, stuffed... Oh, you can't tell that story. Oh, no? No, you can't tell that story. It's too bad? Yeah, you can't tell that story. I can't put that out publicly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got nothing then. Oh, wow. I got nothing. That's enough. That is enough. enough. Bruce, you're going to have to clean that off. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. All right, so Steve starts by jinxing the wedding, and he fucking... uh, (laughs) You know what? I thought you guys were coming over to give me a motivational speech. We are after the roast. I'll give you my roast story. The first time I met Les was at a conference, and um, at first I wasn't too sure about him but then we really hit it off we hung out the whole time and we were out very late like so late that it wasn't even the same day anymore and Les decided he was going to try to change his flight um because we hadn't even gone to sleep yet and we were in a phone booth like I was standing outside the phone booth and you were in a phone booth that's how long ago it was trying to call the airline and it was just everything was confusing couldn't find another flight so we're like okay we got to go get a wake-up call scheduled because we're we're both we've got early flights and so we go to the front desk and we ask for a wake-up call and she said well, there was a time change last night. That wake-up call's in 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. And we were like, I love it. Oh, oh. So you were like, I'm just going to put my sunglasses on. I'm going to go put my shit in my bag, and I'm going to just I'm get out of here. I'm going straight to the airport. Yeah, I had like a, like a two-hour later flight, so I could go take a little bit of a nap. But um, it, was a great, it was a great way to start off a, um, a long-time uh, long staying out way too late, yeah. trying to figure out why we scheduled early flights. One other thing that happened there, I don't know if you remember this, but um, it was so early and you were on the same flight as your boss at yep. the time. And that That's was why I was trying weekend. to change my flight so badly. <laughs> right. And remember, we were we were like in the lobby trying to figure out what we were going to do. And we saw him come out of the elevator and we both like hid behind this pillar oh, so he it. wouldn't see us. I love it. I love it. Like children. <laughs> like a bunch like of children, children hiding like from babies. our parents. It was hilarious. Oh, so, God. Daylight, another reason to get rid of daylight savings. Yeah, yeah they're <laughs> stupid. Oh, oh, there's so many reasons. That was the uh, that was the Sheraton in Chicago. It was the yeah, Sheraton. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I'm not. I don't have. It's funny because all of my stories, all my roasts, I can't share. <laughs> no, and I need to. I need to say this. I need to say why this. So I don't want people thinking like, oh, Les has got some dark, dark stories. Like there's, it's not easy to roast you. Like, it's not. It's not easy to roast you because you have lived a life of principle and intention and purpose and it's fucking impressive i don't know if that's true steve but yeah. it's certainly very nice of you to say yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's impressive it's impressive bruce you've been married for how long 27 all right best advice oh uh brownie points have no shelf life <laughs> So when you get them, use them. Okay. That's, That's the best advice <laughs> That's ever good. I like that. Oh, oh my God. I love how that came up. You put it up with a number one as if yeah. he's got a list. He's yeah, got his yeah, like, yeah. top five ready to go. I put Rules to live by. Over here. Like, that was it. That was worth it. I, let's see. That's great. That, what is a good one? Well done. Yeah. No, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Bruce gave me some of the best advice uh, that I've gotten in years and uh it was i'm pretty sure it went out on on our pod many months ago when we were talking about you know george and i were both engaged we got these weddings coming up and we got to plan it and i was very cavalierly saying whatever alex decides she really wants to have happen on her wedding day is what will happen on her wedding day i don't think it'll be a huge events you know nothing you know over the top just a good coming together of people 
um, that we care about to be there with us. And then all the, you know, random things that she's thought about during her life that she wanted to have happen on her special day. <laughs> so whatever those end up looking like. And Bruce said, like, I know it's your second one, but it's for you too. So don't just hand over the date. You guys are in this together. So you know what? This is your day too. And Ooh. take it seriously and care about it. And I have thought about that so many times wow. since then, because you were 100% right. I care about this day so much. I, I really, I don't want to say I didn't think I would. I didn't know that I would. And, uh, but every detail of this day has become very important to me. And wow. it's obviously very special. And not just because I'm making Alex happy, but yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, a, it's a big event. And the fact that you guys are all here with me. Just fucking means the world to me. You know, like these are my three oldest friends in the world and one of my closest like adult friends yeah. that I met later in life yeah. in the world, yeah. you know, sitting in my hotel room here. It's awesome and it's special and that was fantastic Ooh. advice yeah. and thank you. All right. Well, Prince does not drop it. I think there was more there than that one. You, you held it, there was other, like, <laughs> like, like yeah, yeah, you have two, two and three. I, I only really have a number two and it's always feel like you do more. So... Don't feel like it's a 50-50. Feel like if you feel like you're doing 60 or 70, you're probably bordering on 50. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. Wow. Too, man. This guy's got to figure it out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Great question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been married for 31 years and I would say that it's just a bunch of BS to never go to bed mad. You're just going to go to bed mad sometimes, but when you wake up the next day, just figure out how to fix it. Like, yeah. you know, it's okay if you go to bed mad. We all go to bed mad from time to time. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's a good that's point of advice. It's good advice. Good point, Georgie, sure. you've been there. Uh, what is your advice to? Well, could we go back? Could we get into a DeLorean and I could have had this advice years ago? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Thanks, guys. Oh, you should have bought stock. Yeah. 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 So that's uh, the. Uh, <laughs> there's this computer company, Apple. You really should have gotten it years ago. Yeah. <laughs> George gave me good advice one time, too, when he told me to take the penicillin. He wasn't even a doctor then. Yeah. He was taking it himself. Yeah. It is. So I, I think, uh, but to give you guys props, that advice stems a little bit, I suspect, from your personalities. Like your, will, your understanding and your willingness to do those sorts of things or that insight. Whereas I struggle with that. I, I struggle with yeah. if I'm doing 75 in my mind switching to go, oh, it's really 50. No, it's fucking 75. <laughs> I know I'm doing more, but I'm okay because I have lots of energy to do that. Yeah. And I appreciate you saying that uh, sometimes uh, it isn't all, you know, roses and petals and that you yeah. can be mad and stuff. It's because it's normal. I mean, people get mad at each other. And uh, yeah. Yeah. so, yeah, I, I have absolutely zero marriage advice for you like zero <laughs> yeah because i haven't i don't think i'm still figuring out myself and my relationships but yeah. so i'll uh i don't have much to yeah, say I, well as in terms of, i'm gonna piggyback off of debbie's advice uh more and more don't go to fucking bed angry <laughs> don't go to bed angry <laughs> so the opposite advice that's the opposite of piggybacking no. that's actually refuting yeah. Yeah. so no i'm what i'm saying is what i'm saying is is Figure it the fuck out, because going to bed yeah. angry and lonely is a waste of your life. Well, so yeah, if sure. you're if you're going to bed angry and lonely, you know, I mean, I just I just think, you know, I've been more and more as we get older, I figure out like the shit that we're angry about isn't worth it. Yeah, isn't worth it, especially if it's the person that you're sharing a bed with. Like, yeah, you need to figure that shit out. 
Well, I mean, I can tell you how it works with Alex and I. I think the, you know, the beautiful thing of when a relationship gets to the point that you know it's really working is I'm okay if I go to bed angry or if I, if I go to bed and I know that she's angry because I have the confidence of knowing we're both going to get up the next morning and we're going to work shit out. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no confidence, you know, there's no yeah. fear that, oh, we have this fight, everything's falling and apart. It's gonna no, nothing yeah. is falling apart. No one's leaving. Yeah. I was an asshole, yeah. you're angry, I get it. You know, we yeah. either make up tonight or maybe we make up the next morning, yeah. but we know that we're going to work it out. So, um, you yeah, know, I think that's, cool. and that's, that's you know, that's, yeah, that's where you get to. That's the most important yeah. thing, like you said, you know, just knowing that, you know, bumps in the road happen, you work them out and, and you keep going on because you're a team. Yeah. Well, that's and, and embracing conflict, like conflict's a good thing. If you can be healthy no, about yeah. how you have conflict. Uh, Dan and I could not be more opposite, literally could not be more opposite. He would say the same thing. Yeah. We don't, um, we, we don't think the same way. We don't process information the same way. And yeah. sometimes I get somewhere very quickly and he's like, well, <laughs> we'll talk about that tomorrow. Oh my God. Is Dan your husband? <laughs> <laughs> I need you to talk to Megan today. (laughs) No, but in a very positive way because uh, I have, as I've gotten older, taken longer and longer to process stuff because my instinct of waiting Mm -hmm. is almost always right. Because when I was young, you'd shoot from the hip (laughs) and you'd fuck yourself. Even if you were right, the the residue would be bad. And so uh, this is, I will give you advice in case you have children. In case you guys go ahead and ask children, I will give you advice. Because this is uh, all four of you being parents and me not being a parent. <laughs> yeah. Our 20 year old kids, yeah. we lean in. We're like, we can use some advice. Less. This advice is actually for these two guys. <laughs> I was going to say, can I do this one step at a time? Can I get through the, the, the no, wedding no. day today hey. first? And, and, uh, I've been listening. I'm going to give you advice. No, because I think Deb's bringing up a really good point here is. I have slowed so down on how to react with my kids because my dad was the opposite. It's like, this is wrong, end of story, this is the punishment, (laughs) where I'm all like, hmm, my kids are fucking up, and uh, Megan wants to shoot from the hip and go Mm -hmm. quick, and she's, it's weird because I slow down, and she goes, this isn't the way you were raised. I go, you're right, this isn't the way I was raised because I want to slow it down, and it bothers the other person when you want to like, Let's just think about this for a while. It's bad. We're going to deal with it, but I'm going to deal with it tomorrow. So I, I don't know if that's a guy thing where you start slowing down as you get up. Anyways, I need you to tell that to Megan. <laughs> that's the long-winded way of saying it. Can, if yes. I spend all of my time trying to get you to process faster, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time, and yeah. it creates conflict. And so you just figure out: yep. Are you the slow one or the fast one? Like what? No, no, no. I'm going to slot you, you in for one o'clock for okay. half an hour. Megan, I'm also going to walk. Hey, Megan, you got a minute? Yeah. Um, like, hey, you know what I, th- I do think it is mind. important to note because they can only hear us and they can't see what just happened outside that door. But telling you right now the clouds are going to break by noon it's going to be glorious and sunny the sun has come out <laughs> yes and the, the luck uh it rained your wedding morning and now it's going to yeah. turn out look at the glorious sunshine right listen i'm not i'm not i'm not of like i know when people when i say shit out loud they're like oh my god you said it now it's going to happen you know how many things i've said that haven't happened yeah probably more probably yeah, yeah, more. So, yeah i agree with you most things so, don't I, come to pass back to the back to the angry thing uh you know one of the things dave dave would be here if he was alive yeah. he would be with us yeah. which would be awesome 
Uh, is he taught me to say I love you before you go to bed, even if you're angry, mm-hmm. even, yeah. if, you're even angry. if you're angry, that's even good advice. Even if you're angry, yeah, because you that's you can't advice. stop being angry. No, you can't stop being angry because we shared a room till we were 21. We shared a room two years into university. People didn't realize uh-huh. that. Like we, uh, we just loved being close from the room to sharing a room, <laughs> and uh, he would argue, like he would literally turn the lights on. And he would not let me sleep until I said, I love you. <laughs> he would not, like, seriously, there's like some, like, you know, long nights. Like, I would hold out for hours. And, you know, the sun coming up was what made me think of that. And it's funny, when he passed, I was like, fucking best advice ever. Even though it's your interview, I got, I got one last, maybe, maybe yeah. closing question. I don't know. Something just about, I don't even know exactly what I'm asking, but what are you looking forward to today or for this weekend or like what oh, you're yeah. sort of most excited about? And I, I can lead off if you need a second, and my most excited, lots of it happened last night just the way that I was hoping was that I met Les's universe. So, mm. I mean, we've been friends forever, but we've yeah. lived so far apart that yeah. all of the people that I met last night, not all of them, but a lot of them were just people I'd heard about, I'd heard lots of stories, I didn't yeah. even know, like, what Jeff Bacon looked like. Hi, I'm Jeff Bacon. <laughs> Until last night. Well, so he was better like, years ago, so yeah. I wish you would have met him years ago. <laughs> you keep that in the They're like, hey, that's Bacon, and then met him, and like just kind of your whole yeah. Yeah. universe, right? And so it was really cool to just meet everybody, and everybody lived up to expectations. Yeah. Like, yeah, like fun crowd, like last yeah. night, it yeah. was so loud in there. I, I spent a long time talking to Faye last night, and we were like, nose to nose. Yeah, I thought you were kissing at one point. I'm like, I'm like I gotta get over there. Because <laughs> we couldn't hear each other and it was just because everybody was having so much fun and so... And I'm you're going to meet a whole with. raft of additional yeah. people tonight because yeah. there's like 25 more people coming more, tonight. Yeah. There are more people so coming tonight good. than we yeah. did last night. Last night was kind of your crowd and so yeah. it's going to be... It's awesome. So that's what I was looking forward to and I was so happy how it started off and we're on a good, we're on a yeah. good path. Awesome. So, G, what are you looking forward to today? Or this weekend? Yeah, well, it was the same. It's funny. It was exactly the same thing. So... Steve, Catherine, and I had a drink last night at the the lobby bar. I I got into the room and I said, uh, "Yeah, Megan." I kind of threw it out there, uh, you know, come over to the lobby bar and have a drink with me. No one's gonna show up. And then I paused. Oh wait, Steve's gonna show up. Because <laughs> <laughs> he actually called me at midnight. Because I always show up. <laughs> always show up. So we went down. We had a drink and we had this exact same discussion. Yeah. Uh, and it was yeah, it's to reconnect with people that I haven't seen in a long time. And I'm kind of looking forward to seeing a piece of uh, Alex, because now yeah. Alex is occupying a bigger, bigger piece of the pie for yeah. Les's life, yeah. and we correspondingly have to be smaller pieces. <laughs> they're still always on in the pie, but they're smaller, and she's the bigger piece, so I'm interested in exploring you know, her piece of the pie, which is her background, and her the people that loved her. To me, this is it. Yeah, this is meaningful. This is it. Yeah. yeah. Just being together, yeah, period. Um, I asked Jeff, uh, Jeff Bacon if Jeff Bacon was here. Hi, I'm Jeff Bacon. No. <laughs> and I was there. I was just like, I, that, was the, that was fucking hilarious. She, she looks at him and goes, do you know if Jeff Steve, Bacon's let him, tell, let him tell the story, Steve. Yeah. Exactly yeah. what yeah. happened. Yeah, but no. I, and, and the other highlight was I went up to Marnie and I was like, you don't know me, but I know you. I know a lot about you. And she was like, like. I'm like the number one pod fan. And she was like, oh my gosh. And I said, I'm Debbie. And she said, Debbie Foster. Yeah. And I said, yes. <laughs> so no, that was, I, I agree. Same thing. It was yeah. so cool to, I mean, see Neil last night um, at the very end of the night. I haven't seen him in forever. I feel like I know you guys. And 
this is amazing. This yeah. is fun, and I appreciate yeah. being. Am I your first guest host? Yeah, you're the first guest host on the podcast. Okay, well then I'll go down in history as the first guest host of the podcast. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, as long as I don't have to edit it. We're good. Yeah. Oh yeah, we. Yeah, this is the best part about our party. We knew fuck all. It's all on Bruce. It's all on Bruce. It's all on Bruce. We're content carries, experts, uh, and we're going to be so Monday morning. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's all you want. So, Bruce, you're going to have to work on this on the flight on the way home. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want this in the can by Monday. <laughs> right. All right, Lester, you get to well, wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, last comments, and then we got to give you time to get out of here. I guess I'll go last. I've been making the same joke to Alex for months because she, you know, get all excited and she say. What are you looking forward to most about the wedding? I would say the same thing every time. It being over. <laughs> and then she would make a funny face, and then I would laugh, and then we would laugh, and I'd say, I don't know what I'm looking forward to most today, because, you know, I've visualized so much of it for so long now. Um, I'm feeling already, it's early in the morning, I'm already feeling incredibly sentimental. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's overwhelming Good. having all of you guys together in the room last night and tonight I think is going to even be more so yeah. you know and just uh, I'm just incredibly grateful you know for the lives that we've shared and what you guys have brought into my life and that now you get to embrace Alex into your worlds into our yeah. mutual world she's brought so many incredible people into my world who you're going to meet a bunch of tonight and it's um, it's humbling you know to think you guys all traveled for from so far to be here with us today. Yeah. And I'm getting a look at that. I'm on the phone. I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little choked up, but I got to get my shit together because yeah. it's only 11 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I got to get through a big day today. Yeah. But, um, you know, I love you guys and uh, thank you so much for being here. And, and Bruce, you're right. Every minute of this day is incredibly special. And, uh, and thank you for being a part of it. And you don't know why, but you're dying to try. You wanna kiss the girl. So it's one week later, and now it's an extra. Just me and Les. Yeah, I think Marnie's still sleeping upstairs. She's going to wake up wondering who I'm... <laughs> <laughs> who the hell are you talking to? <laughs> yeah, I think she knew, but she'll probably still wake up thinking, well, what is wrong with this guy? Downstairs talking to himself. <laughs> so how you been? Your trip home was okay? Like, of all the people that were going all over the world, we were the last ones to get home. Like, for sure. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> yeah, Brad probably got to Brazil before you got to Thompson. <laughs> I'm sure he did. We were, we were kind of laughing. I ended up walking to the brunch with him. Um, yeah. And so I just kind of said, you know, what's going on? He's like, yeah, I'm going to Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he travels God. constantly. Yeah, he travels Holy constantly. Man. Yeah, it didn't um, even seem like it phased him. And his wife was going to California. I think yeah, like they were home. Just that's of, where that's yeah, where they're home. from. Yeah, she was going home. Poor Debbie. Good, good Debbie try. got to see how the sausage was made. She may never want to listen to the pot again. <laughs> like, oh, this isn't really so good. <laughs> she said she loved it. I sent her the photo of the four of us on the bed, and she was like, "Oh my god, this just made my day." So she was, she was super she was happy pumped. about it. But okay. Oh, I guess we got to do a countdown. Oh no, uh, you know what? It's okay because if you send me the Zoom, I can just with two of us, I can just just kind of link, link it up. up so okay. it'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, you can do it if you want. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Just to make George jealous. <laughs> uh, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, I haven't been the countdowner guy for a while. It's hard because 
in my ears, you're not following me. So it's hard. No wonder George can't keep his cadence like that. Yeah. Okay. Nah, he still sucks at it. <laughs> Five plus years and finally we get our, our one-on-one, which I've been looking forward to a long time. We had the Guy Hansen thing, but that didn't count. Um, so it's, a, it's now... Basically, it's almost exactly one week since we recorded the other part of this pod. Like, yeah, that's right. It's exactly actually we, 11 a.m. My time Saturday morning is when you guys came over one week ago. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So seven <laughs> days ago, we were sitting in a pretty cool hotel downtown Toronto with everybody. Um, the podcast crew plus Debbie uh, Foster, our super fan, which I was just so happy that Debbie was everything I expected that that got built up in my mind, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I've crossed paths with her over quite a few years and we've talked to her on the pod and you've talked about her. And I mean, her and her husband, Dan, were were gold. Dan and I ended up um, spending a bunch of time chatting and I got his email where we're already, you know, uh, planning a home at home series. Like they're going to come to Thompson and we'll go to Tampa. Oh, so nice. Yeah. Thompson to Tampa. Who knows if that'll ever actually work out. That might, that might be late night Saturday wedding chat, but uh, that, that was one of my definite big surprises. So one week ago, she was on the pod that we all just heard. Uh, how about we start with that? What were some of the, the any surprises from, from that day or from that weekend for you? Yeah, I don't know if I was surprised by anything. The thing that I'm never going to forget from my wedding day was how incredibly beautiful Alex looked. And I mean, I know Alex, obviously, I see her every day. I know what she looks like. I know how beautiful she is. Um, but w- like watching her walk down the aisle in a dress that I'd never seen, never heard of before with her hair and makeup done by some professional. So it was just like a little bit different. Like when she got there, there's just like this glowiness about her that I'd never seen before and may never see again, I guess, that was Unbelievable. And I will never forget what that looked like. And I guess that's part of what makes that moment so special. There were certainly a lot of things that caught my attention and that, you know, sort of like I, I became deeply aware of, mostly just around the people who were there. Everybody tells you when you get to the end of the wedding, you're going to think, I wish I had more time to spend with each person. And that is a hundred percent correct. One hundred percent correct. I felt like yeah. I didn't spend enough time with anybody at the wedding uh, and the level of emotion involved, which I guess was a little bit of a surprise. Um, but certainly one week ago today, sitting with you guys in the hotel room was an incredibly emotional day for me. And I guess that, I guess that was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. 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 That was good. That was going to be one of my questions was, was it more of an emotional day for you than you expected? And it seemed to me like sort of what you're saying, but from looking from the outside in, those emotions ramped up for you. It seemed yeah. like one thing led to another. We did the pod. And then another one of my like just sort of mini highlights was George and I crashed your room at yep. about it was <laughs> whatever, an hour, be- hour and a half before the wedding or something. Your buds were there. Things were, things were ramping up for you, which is great. That's what the day was all about. That for sure will be like one of my lasting favorite memories from the weekend will be us hanging out in my hotel room, you know, getting ready, trying to tie my bow tie, having a scotch, you guys all being there. Um, that will be a very special memory for me for the rest of my life. Cause it was, I mean, it, it was amazing. I guess I would say too, like a little bit surprised at how nervous I was, you know, because it, it, again, like it didn't seem like, why would I get nervous for this event? I'm not, it's not a business presentation. It's not a pass fail scenario, right? All I have, literally all I have to do is stand there. I know exactly what's going to happen. Um, but it was, uh, I was, I was like nervous. And I think that's just like the way your body, it's like, like the, the manifestation of that palpable emotional energy. Right. And I could feel it all day long. I could feel it like 
I mean, you saw it. I was like pacing around and trying to trying to stay chill. And I, I mean, it was cool. I'm glad it felt that way in the end, right? Because I think, you know, going into it, I'm like, yeah, we're getting married. We've been together for years. I'm not nervous about the decision. Obviously, like this is like totally cool. It's just going to be a really fun event. Um, but yeah, I wanted it to be, as we got closer and closer, it became more important to me that I wanted it to be exactly right for Alex and exactly what she wanted it to be. And I think that probably added to it, but, uh, no, no, it was, it was, it was, it was different than I thought I would feel. And I'm happy for it afterwards, you know, like I'm glad I actually felt that way. I mean, it looked so cool from where we were sitting. So where the wedding was for anybody that wasn't there, it was sort of like almost an alleyway at the side of the, the side of the restaurant. And so we're all lined up in chairs, like two on each side of the, the aisle, yeah. um, looking towards the street and there's an iron gate behind you. And, and then, so it was the two of you and then King street, yeah. uh, West behind you, um, with cars coming and going in it. And it was kind of dark, I guess, in the alleyway. And it just looked so amazing. It looked like something out of TV or out of a movie. Oh uh, right? yeah. Cool. Um, I'm happy oh, yeah, to hear no, that because Bruce, I haven't seen any pictures of it. Oh no. <laughs> I, I don't know what it looked like. I only know what, it, what, what I saw because uh, Alex was pretty adamant. She didn't want anybody taking pictures or filming. She wanted everybody to just be present. She's like, look, this is why we hired a photographer. She's going to take great photos. But so I haven't seen any of the, uh, any oh, of the wow. imagery that you saw. So I'm glad to hear it. It looked good. <laughs> no, it looked perfect. And, and, uh, like you say, you, you could tell you guys were a little bit nervous and excited, but that was good. Right. Like, like you say, if you had sort of blown through that, like, just like you were watching TV on a Saturday morning, we might've all been like, you oh, know, yeah. whatever, but it, obviously, you know, you were excited and, and so was it everything Alex wanted? Like how did she feel? I almost thought we yeah. should have got her on here this morning for a few comments, but how did <laughs> she's running around in the background here packing frantically because we're about to get on a flight <laughs> to leave on our, on our honeymoon shortly. Um, but yes, Alex declared it uh, an absolutely perfect wedding. She was over the top happy the next day, you know, very emotional, wouldn't change anything. I, I feel the same way too. There's nothing, nothing I would have changed about it. You know, we wanted to have a downtown Toronto wedding experience, right? Um, and so I think you got that. You literally sat looking at King West, streetcars rolling by, um, <laughs> right downtown, Saturday afternoon, uh, and then a very cool restaurant, you know, kind of had that vibe and feel. And um, so that's, you know, what the overall kind of location that we wanted to do it. And then... Um, she wanted to have an intimate dinner party. She was like, look, I want it to feel like for everybody that there's only 10 people here. And it's like, we're having a, a we got a group of our closest friends together for a, a cool dinner out um, at a great restaurant. I have, from my perspective, hundred percent mission accomplished, right? Like it hundred percent felt like that. Like we were just sort of having dinner with a bunch of great people and it, yeah. and it was neat how the speeches and the different courses of the meal came out. Um, but it also just felt like a giant dinner party. But then by the end of the night, it had devolved into a bit of a drunken shit show, which, oh, every, wedding, which every wedding does, right? So, yeah. so like as, as great as we looked and the duck balls appetizers were like off the hook good. And then at two 30 in the morning, I looked around going, okay, this, this is just a wedding everywhere. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just a drunken shit show people bad dancing uh, you know <laughs> spilling drinks on each other it was awesome <laughs> exactly i mean that's exactly how you want a good uh, a good night to end right so even the the manager of the restaurant was like yeah wow that's uh, like per person that's a lot of drinks consumed <laughs> Well, then you could see it at the out-of-towners brunch, which was another total amazing add-on yeah. to the weekend. Brunch, I think, was pretty much ended up being, 
you know, those who could stand on Sunday morning, <laughs> those who could get their asses to a restaurant by 11 a.m., um, made it down and, and filled exactly the correct number of seats <laughs> being perfect. My small trepidation going into the weekend was it, this wasn't just a, a little Saturday night wedding event. Like this was a whole weekend event for us. Yeah. And, and I mean, if that had gone bad, that could have been really hard. Like there was a small part of me that pictured like Marnie and I standing in the corner looking around like, you know what? We don't really know anybody Going, here. Holy we don't, shit, we, we got to do this two more times. <laughs> yeah, we don't really like these people. You know, they don't like us, however that goes. But it was like instantly, it was Debbie that I bumped into when we first got there and then, you know, started to meet some other guys. Bacon was there. Hi, I'm Jeff Bacon. And the whole crowd. And, and yeah. before we know it, we felt like they were friends. And and then on the way home, Marnie said that was so great because by the time we got to Sunday brunch, it was like we we knew people better than just kind of like, oh, hey, you know, I know you must be from here. It was like, yeah. okay, we know these, you know, kind of know these people. And it was, uh, the send off was fantastic. So yeah, the whole, the whole event was crazy. And I woke up this morning wishing we could go back to, you know, beautiful people and free food and booze everywhere <laughs> we went. <laughs> it's not a bad way to live. <laughs> no, it's pretty good. A week out, are you guys still buzzing? Um, obviously, you're lining up for the, the honeymoon right away, so... For sure, we're still buzzing. We had Alex's family in town. We literally, like her sister just left. She was staying at her place and just left yesterday. So it's the perfect time to be getting on an airplane and flying very far away from everyone for a couple of weeks because I think we still need some decompression time. It's kind of a weird feeling, right? Because somebody, I think it was my father said to me, he said, you know, like this is your wedding. But it's also just a really big reunion for all of these people. And I said, yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of how it works. Like th this was sort of like my turn to host, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like every once in a while, there's an event that kind of brings everyone together and, uh, and it's cool, right? Like we go to these things. Um, I think the thing that was, that was really sort of poignant to me was realizing you know, it sounds like, oh, it's my turn to host, like not a big deal, but realizing, yeah, like these are all of my people, like all of my sort of like friend groups and social circles, like overlapping and, and watching everyone come together. And like you were saying, like watching everybody kind of like people who've heard of each other for years, but maybe not met or people who know each other loosely hanging out and having a good time um, was, was amazing. It was amazing to watch. It was really like super, super fun. Yeah. And the number of people, like you said, like, oh, Dan's great. We're connected with him. I've had so many people contacting me asking for somebody else's contact information. <laughs> this week. And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Of course, you guys love each other. I love you both. You've never met, but I know you guys would like each other if you put you together. <laughs> right. And so, yeah, it's pretty cool from that standpoint. I think I sent you one of those, uh, Johnny from New York. I mean, here's a heartwarming story from the wedding, right? He was super pumped to come. He was going to bring his fiance, Jacqueline, who's never been to Toronto. Um, we've been trying to connect for years. Debbie and Johnny and I are super tight friends. We all worked together 10 years back and, and have always remained in touch. And we were really looking forward to getting everyone together. Unfortunately, his wife uh, had a medical issue and, and couldn't come. And he didn't think that he was going to be able to come because she was in the hospital and had just gotten out. And I was like, dude, like, obviously, your wife just got out of the hospital. Like, you know, um, I, I understand. Gerald, my best man, sent him an email the day before the wedding. And I don't know exactly what it said, but Johnny told me, he goes, he goes, your best man who I've never met sent me an email about the fact, you know, just talking about, you know, too bad you're not coming. Wish I could have met you. Would have meant the world to less. Um, he read that email to his fiance and he said, she looked at him and she said, you got to go to Les's wedding. 
get pack Ooh. your bag and you're going. And he <laughs> flew in the morning of <laughs> surprised me because I didn't think he was coming yeah. and flew back out the next morning. And it's like things like that are just like, uh, I mean, it's just it's heartwarming, you know, like it's, I'm, I'm not usually a, a softy when it comes to shit like that, but it's just like, it's amazing. Like I'll, I'll remember that forever. Not only the fact that he came, but the fact that, you know, another one of my friends wrote him an email they'd never even met. And that email moved him and his fiance enough to say, no, you've got to do this. I um, mean, it, it feels it's, it's like, it's humbling. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, um, I keep using the word overwhelming, but it's almost overwhelming. Does it feel different for you now that you're married? So you guys lived together for a long time and Marnie and I did too before we got married and you're like, oh, we're just getting married. It's just like whatever, but it felt different for me and I should circle back for you in a, a year or something mm -hmm. and, and see, but does it feel a little different even though, I mean, you're, you're back in your same house and we had lived together too. So it wasn't, you know, like it, it wasn't like that change. Like, oh my goodness, we moved in together and we went to a new town, but it felt different having like made that commitment in front of a bunch of people does it feel different or no and it doesn't have to yeah no it does it does man and it's these weird little reminders right of of you know you think of something you see it on the horizon for so long you know it's going to happen right so you have this presumptive presence of this event um and then you get to it and you pass it and it's still like yeah no like she is mrs hansen now First thing Alex did when she woke up the morning after the wedding, changed her Facebook and Instagram handle to Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that on Facebook, actually, because she had sent out a little something. And I was like, holy cow. I was like, wow, I guess that's serious. I guess that's, it's this serious. This is for man. real now. <laughs> this is 2022. Like, that was the most important. <laughs> never, never mind the ring. She changed her Instagram handle. That's uh, She's not messing around. <laughs> she's committed. <laughs> yeah. She's all in. <laughs> I mean, for years, we would travel. I would always refer to her as my wife and say, you know, like, whatever. That's how it was for us because when we lived in Joe Haven, people considered us married there, right? We yeah. moved together as a couple. We lived together like that was, it was, nobody yeah. cared, but it, it kind of felt that way. But then once you're actually married, it, it feels a little different, right? You see, yeah. you see that and see the name and, and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's, uh, it's cool. It's a wonderful feeling. Uh, Barcelona for the honeymoon. Is that what you said yesterday? What's the, what's the plans? Where are we going? How long are we going for? We're, we're flying tonight overnight. We're flying to Barcelona. We're doing five days in Barcelona and then down four days in Seville in Southern Spain and then up to uh, Lisbon in Portugal for four days. I'm actually, I'm, 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 I'm following Jorge's roots here. I'm trying to, you know, half Spanish, half Portuguese, you know, in honor of him. <laughs> of course, he gave, he's given me no advice or tips or anything in, in either of these countries, so, you know, as per Jorge, I can take the piss out of him because he's not on this pod for once. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're two weeks in Spain and Portugal and looking forward to it. Um, and you set a high bar for George. So yeah, a, a year from now, hopefully, well, not even a year, we'll all, uh, we'll do it again out on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. Some, That's going to be a fun pretty, time too. That's going to be a great trip. So that'll be the next one. It'll be George's turn to host. Um, last one, we got to the Broadview Hotel. Steve and I had, uh, we scooped oh, your spot. Well, awesome. Marnie, Marnie and I and him and Catherine met there Friday before the out-of-towners uh, get together. So yeah, we, we got the rooftop at the Broadview. We had a quick drink there. Nice. Couple, so you've seen it. Fantastic and, view, yeah. huh? Unbelievable. Fantastic yeah, like view. It's, uh, yeah. it's good view and it was, it was pretty neat. And that was the start of our big city experience. Like that is a hundred miles from Thompson. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Well, standing offer. 
Anytime you come to Toronto, make it a Sunday afternoon. Steve and I will take you on a romantic date to the rooftop of the Broadview Hotel. <laughs> Snow day threesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With or without Marnie, we will take you yeah. on a romantic date. <laughs> George probably didn't tell you this one either. His cold call on the vegan restaurant, like he was channeling me somehow. We're, we're walking down the street and we're just saying, where should we go? And it, it was uh, Megan and Marnie and him and I and yeah. we said, let's go for lunch. So we're walking along looking for a place and he goes, hey, that place looks kind of cool. Like, let's go there. And it was called Love or something like that. Anyway, so we walk in, looks good, right? And uh, he said, all I want is eggs. And we start reading through the menu and it was like <laughs> tofu this, yeah, no eggs. tofu Benedict and no, no eggs. And finally he turns to the waitress and he goes, is this a vegan place? She was like, of course it is. Why else did you come here? <laughs> I'm from out of town. God damn it. Bring me some eggs. <laughs> we, we didn't know, but Marnie and I were like, okay, perfect. perfect. Like the, the one time this week, we don't all have to kind of hum and haw about, you know, the, the chicken on the menu. So it was, it was hilarious. We ended up sitting there for a couple, like we had an awesome visit. Like just oh, fantastic. Perf- That's awesome. Perfect. Right. That was, yeah. it was just what we were hoping. All Marnie right, brother. Up- well, listen, thank you for doing this. You know, I've been chasing you for five years to get my own one-on-one with you. All I had to do was get married and uh, host you in Toronto for a weekend to, to get my way. Thanks to the rest of our team, social media Todd, producer Mike, and the secret weapon, Shannon Krentz. Here's another jumping off spot for people who are tired of hearing about a wedding they weren't at. We had a plan to do an audio guest book. We quickly lost focus after talking to only a couple people. So if you're still mildly interested in some roast-type stories from the weekend, here's a few more minutes. I'm Mark Fromson. Mark Fromson. Les has a lot of great friends. Speaks highly of everybody. Who would you say is Les's best friend? And you can, you can count you. You can say it's you. You can look around and uh, it can be funny. It can be serious. Uh, who's Les's best friend? I'm going to go with Bruce Krantz just because he's known him since he uh, first remembered being alive. That's a good call. That's a good call. So, so I would, yeah, Bruce Krantz, yeah. yeah. If you had a second, a second, who would you say uh, Les's best friend is? I would say you're, you're, you're in there. I'd say you're up there, Mark. I'd say you're up there, dude. Fromson. I don't know who's his best man for the wedding. That's my question. I have no I fucking have idea. No clue. It, I have no idea. Gerald? Well, it's obviously not you or I. It's not you or me. No pressure. Yeah, just go for it. Okay, so when's the first time you met Les? Uh, so we were at a trade show, which we had done lots of trade shows. I, I have with some of my friends in the business. And we were at the booth, and this new guy shows up. He comes in, he like looks around, tells some people what to do, walks away. And I looked at my friend, and I'm like... We're going to need to train him. I don't know who he thinks he is, but yeah, we're going to need to train them. him. But by the end of that conference, we literally were inseparable. I, I was like, that guy is amazing. I want to be around him forever. What a start. And most memorable moment, less drinking cheap beer in hotel rooms? No, most memorable moment was, you know, less isn't the biggest technology guy that you've ever met. Most memorable okay, moment. He has a software company, right? Yeah, I know, right. But most memorable moment was him. We were walking down the street in Chicago, and his BlackBerry wasn't working, and he laid it on the ledge, and he was like, forget it. I'm just going to leave it here. And I picked it up and put it in my pocket and took it back with him and gave it back to him later. But he was just going to leave his BlackBerry right there on the ledge. The end. The other highlight from that night was that the server guy, 
That oh, guy yeah. was like fucking nonstop entertainment. He was unbelievable. Yeah, that guy was awesome. <laughs> it's funny because Bacon was in town earlier in the summer and we had dinner on their patio there before we went to the Jays game. And that guy was our waiter. And he was just rolling that shtick on Bacon constantly. So when I told him, I go, yeah, we're, we're the Friday night event. Oh, it's at that place where we had to, he's like, oh, is that waiter going to be there? I go, yeah, probably. <laughs> he remembered him from months earlier. <laughs> And that guy is like that. Like I was telling people, he, you go there for Sunday morning brunch. He rolls that hard. Like that's just that, him like 24 that's him seven all the time. Like I don't, I don't know, know how he has that much event. energy. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was unbelievable. Very flamboyant. Yeah. You are uh, serving here at Eastside Social. Yes. You are? My name is Marty. Marty and Marty, you've been fucking awesome, by the way. You're like spectacular. Thank you. So. I did see two people making out, though, but I don't think they were... You saw two people making out? Can you describe them? Oh, yes. It was Alex and Les. Oh, my gosh. Well, I hope they're making out because they're getting married tomorrow. So, you've you've met a lot of people tonight. Who would you say is Les's best friend? Next to me. Well, I was yeah. just about to say you, so why would you well, ruin that, that say, for say me? That again, say that again? I said you, but why would you ruin that for no, me? No, I know, I know. Okay, okay, okay. so I'm going to take that back. But outside of me, when you look around the room... Anyone you notice less like uh, hanging out with a lot or spending a lot of time with? No, I haven't seen. I'm going by looks. Um, so is it like he loves everybody? Is that what you're saying? Well, I see a, a, a beige suit with uh, long hair. Oh, that's Alex. Yeah. Um, oh no, that's awesome. So you're saying Alex is yeah. his best friend? Yeah, basically. So, anything you want to wish Les and Alex on their wedding weekend? I hope that you have a fantastic, fantastic weekend. You obviously love each other. I can see that. So, enjoy your lives together. George Alvarez interviewing Jeff Bacon. Do you think you have seen Les Hansen naked more than any other man because you lived with him and you drove together? I have a great answer Yeah. Wait, great okay, what Carol, is your answer? Potentially best man. What? I'm, I'm recording a curly. That's my second oh, question. I think oh, you have seen outside of women, Les Hansen naked yeah, most times. Yes, and I think it's I think it's that that In fact, there was this time when I was diving in this event in Toronto, where we are right now. Yeah. And I fucking hurt my back. And Les had to help me out of my little tidy little speedo yeah because I could not even get it so so not only is less have I seen less, less is naked he has seen me more naked than anybody else was he on his knees when he took down your little tight well, he speedos had to, he had to because yeah, it was yeah, on you know, so tight he had to get because I couldn't bend down so he had to get down there yeah so is it true what they say that you guys have to wear uh, swimmers like two or three sizes too small? Yeah, yeah in, fact, tight? in fact, there was a story one time I was diving in front of the uh, governor general and I did, a, I did a dive and it actually rolled up like a condom near my, and I, moved, and I couldn't get it up and I moved the governor general. Because you can't, you can't get those things like off, off, and you can't get them on either. Yeah, but I, to answer your question, I think we've seen each other naked more times than any other men have showered together yeah that's right so i thought i think those are two penetrating questions 